Well, good morning and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a vision for you big book study. My name is Jen A. I live here in Colorado and I am a recovered compulsive overeater. Thank you, God. Today is Tuesday, September 12, 2023. It's 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time and we're reading from the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous in the chapter titled A Vision for You. We're on page number 153, paragraph number three, and we're beginning with uh, the line that says, in the chapter, working with others, and we're ending with, here is a brief account. So we have Team Tuesday today. The readers are 12 Steps, Margie, 12 Traditions, Rick J. Our reader of the text is Nancy P. Closing reader is Rena L., and our backup today is the wonderful Carmela G. Our newcomer greeter will be Karen W., and second hour moderator is Barb W. The reference numbers for yesterday, Monday, September 11, 2023, are the following. 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Big Book Study recording is 20,216. That's 20216. And the 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Big Book Study recording is 20,617. 20617. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who, through shared experience, strength, and hope, are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members. We are self supporting through our own contributions, neither soliciting nor accepting outside donations. OA is not affiliated with any public or private political movement, ideology, or religious doctrine. We take no position on outside issues. Our primary purpose is to obtain, sorry, our primary purpose is to abstain from compulsive eating and compulsive food behaviors and to carry the message of recovery through the 12 steps of OA to those who still suffer. Our sole purpose. OA's fifth tradition states, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. At a Vision for You Big Book study, our message is that people who suffer from compulsive overeating can recover through abstinence and the practice of the 12 steps and 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. I will now ask Marge E. to read the 12 steps. Thanks so much, Jen. This is Marge E. from Massachusetts. The 12 steps. One, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable who came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four made a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five admitted to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six were entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly asked him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, made a list of all persons we had harmed and became willing to make amends to them all. Nine, made direct amends to such people wherever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continued to take personal inventory, and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Eleven, sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him, praying only for knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out. Twelve, having had a spiritual awakening as the result of these steps, 
we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs. Thank you for letting me do service, and I pass. I will now ask Rick Jay to read the 12 traditions. Good morning, everybody. My name is Rick Jay. I'm a compulsive overeater in Cary, North Carolina. The 12 traditions of Overeaters Anonymous. One, our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two, for our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God as he may express himself in our group conscious. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three, the only requirement for OA membership is a desire to stop eating compulsively. Four, each group should be autonomous except in matters affecting other groups or OA as a whole. Five, each group has but one primary purpose, to carry its message to the compulsive overeater who still suffers. Six, an OA group ought never endorse, finance, or lend the OA name to any related facility or outside enterprise lest problems of money, property, and prestige divert us from our primary purpose. Seven, every OA group ought to be fully self-supporting, declining outside contributions. Eight, Overeaters Anonymous should remain forever non-professional, but our service centers may employ special workers. Nine, OA as such ought never be organized, but we may create service boards or committees directly responsible to those they serve. 10. Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues, hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11. Our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity at the level of press, radio, films, television, and other public media. 12. Anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all these traditions ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. And thank you for letting me be a service. Well, thank you, Marge E. and Rick J. This is how our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and the literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our absence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no absence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read, and we are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, you'll press star 1 to unmute your phone, and once you're done sharing, let us know by saying pass. Then press star 1 to mute your phone. In order to have a quiet meeting, everyone's phones except the speakers should be muted. Today, we resume our study in the chapter of Vision for You in the big book on page 153, paragraph number 3 only. I'll now ask Nancy P. to begin reading. Hi, Jen. Good morning. Um, Thank you for letting me share. Good morning, everybody. Nancy P. Recovered in West Newton, Massachusetts. In in the chapter, Working with Others, you gathered an idea of how we approach and aid others to health. Suppose now that through you, several families have adopted this way of life. You will want to know more about how to proceed from that point. 
Perhaps the best way of treating you to a glimpse of your future will be to describe the growth of the fellowship among us. Here is a brief account. Uh, so I think, you know, I'm kind of speechless about this. There's just so much to it. This chapter actually quantifies what is in store for me in real time. You know, it it's, lists it. I mean, all the promises that we get, you know, starting on the first page where, you know, it says, talks about, you know, in the doctor's opinion, and, and through the seventh chapter, working with others. It talks about that our experience shows that nothing contributes more to the rehabilitation of these men than the altruistic movement now growing up among them. And then the first sentence of the seventh chapter is practical experience shows that nothing will so much ensure immunity from drinking as intensive work with other alcoholics. I mean, they never really stop beating that drum. Um, and for me, you know, I couldn't believe that I wasn't eating compulsively. It not only wasn't, but wasn't thinking about it, wasn't the hiding, sneaking, cheating, and lying, that I I found my own path, I found my own conception of something that was going to keep me safe and not, you know, be a barrier between me and my, my obsession. And and the way that I, you know, I'm very agnostic, but <laughs> whatever it is that, that takes care of me, I feel it most acutely when I'm working with other people. And, and you know, I, I often have said um, to sponsees that, you know, it talks about the four terrible horsemen of terror, bewilderment, frustration, and despair. And, and you know, I came to the realization that my four terrible horsemen are act as if, fake it till you make it, borrow mine, and use the group. I didn't, you know, that God hump, I had to get over it, and I did. And And, you know, what I found was it opened up, you know, talk about having a closed mind. I had to when I when I got past it, I had no clue about the hugeness of of the world that was waiting for me, the joy and the light that pervade my life with every breath. Um, I, I can't. There's there's no arrival anywhere. But they they tell me here in this paragraph, um, the best way of treating you to a glimpse of your future will be to describe the growth. So all I have to do is talk about my recovery to other people and and how great it is and how it can be done for everybody. And, you know, I tried and I tried hard and I tried for a long time consistently to toe the line that um that I imagined was was drawn for me. I couldn't I couldn't do it. And when I had finally arrived crying you know, calling my friend that day, sobbing in my car, having just eaten a dozen donuts. Um, and she told me about this meeting. I, I didn't think that it was going to work. I'd been to a billion meetings. I mean, I've read this book tens of thousands, perhaps hundreds of thousands of times in the in the 52 years, almost 53 years I've been in this, in, in Overeaters Anonymous, and it never worked until when one word, say it with me, surrender, surrender, surrender. And after that, it seemed like everything just opened up. And in the, in the beginning, when I first, not recovered, but when I was first working with my sponsor and I was on fire, she told me I had to make two phone calls a day. And I'd call the doctors, the lawyers, the teachers, the cops, and the executives who were in you know, court, seeing patients, teaching classes, or chasing cops, anybody that was available. And when I changed just slightly, just slightly, to just call until I got people, 
everything opened up again. And in the past almost six years, things continue to open up. I think that I've not reached a place, but I think this is amazing. And then somebody will say something or somebody will call me or I'll go to a meeting or I'll sponsor a new sponsee who's just as on fire as I am. And it opens up again. It's infinite. I mean, it's like a house made of gold in the, in the woods and you could stuff your pockets full of it. You could jack, jerk it off its foundation with a truck and drive up and it would be there again intact. I can't say it enough. Surrender and everything. The world is yours. And um, with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Nancy P., for kicking us off this morning. And we value everyone's experience who's here on the line with us this morning. So we do ask that you limit your share to every third day in order that others might share their experience too. So who would like to share on what was read? If you give me your names one at a time, I can hear them really well. Johan N. Johan. Lisa N. Shanna C. Shanna C. And someone before Shanna C. Who was it again? Lisa N. Thanks, Lisa. Denise O. Carmela and Denise O. Is that correct, Denise? Yes. Okay. All right. This is who I heard. We'll stop there. I heard Johan N, Aaron K, Lisa M, I think. Correct me if I'm wrong when you get there. Shanna C, Carmela G, and Denise O. Go right ahead, Johan. Take it away. Hey, good morning, everybody. My name is Johan N. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater in Sweden. Uh, thank you so much for service this morning and for that uh, brilliant and amazing lead share. And I can't, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that's just amazing. Uh, I can't believe I'm, I'm the first one here. Uh, and this, this, uh, this, um, uh, this text today that we were reading also fantastic. And, you know, it just reminds me on, you know, of how, how this works. Uh, one uh, compulsive overeater talking to another and, you know, on and on it goes. Uh, but I have to have a solution with me. When I'm when I'm doing this, um, I'm I'm just so so uh, I'm just so happy today and uh, that I that I found the solution in the big book that I worked the steps with a sponsor that I had a spiritual awakening where I I got recovered you know one day at a time uh, and that I today get to live in the program uh, working step ten eleven and twelve and. You know, the, the only way that I can keep this or, or keep recovery is by, by giving it to another person. I'm not giving it, but, you know, giving my experience and guiding another guy through the steps uh, as they are outlined in the book. And, uh, you know, it's, it, it tells me that this is so important to, to keep giving it away because otherwise I can't keep what I have been given. And... Uh, yeah, so so you know this uh, this this uh, this text today tells me that this is what it's all about, you know, sharing my experience, giving it to another fellow, and you know through that I get to be recovered for for another day, and how how important our history is, you know, the history of how how this all began, about the pioneers and all that, and also the history of about uh, OA. I love Beyond Our Wildest Dreams, you know, reading the history about OA as well, but also, you know, the history of uh, AA and how it began with Dr. Bob and, uh, and Bill and 
and and the pioneers that were, you know first did this. So happy to be here today. Uh, I don't know what I had to say, but uh, I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful to be free, and you know I'm so incredibly thankful that there is a solution and that I get to live in it one day at a time. Thank, thank you all. Thank you. Thank you, Johan N. from Sweden. Up next is Aaron K. followed by Lisa M. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning, everybody. This is Aaron K. Recovered in Michigan. Um, yeah, this this is a way of life. You know, it's it's not just showing up to a, a few meetings a week um, and then living the same life I was living before I came into program and worked the steps. I mean. Everything changes, and um, I I uh, had the amazing opportunity to talk with a newcomer to this meeting last night, and um, a, a fellow and I keep a running shared list of all the newcomers that introduce themselves, and we, we try to call them all. And um, you know, it's funny. I I just I hovered over the number, and I you know I, I almost didn't push you know push the you know, send or whatever to call. And I am so glad that I did because I don't know if she's listening right now. I hope she is, but I needed that call way more than she did, I think. Um, and, you know, I, she's at a point in that very, very early recovery, early abstinence where you just want to peel your own skin off, you know, like feeling every single feeling acutely, not sure, you know, how... <laughs> you know, how, how to live life without the food. And I was able to, I was given this beautiful opportunity, just first of all, to listen, and then treat her to a glimpse of what I really hope is her future. And um, because she asked, you know, how do you do this? How do you do this when it's hard like this? And I told her, you're already doing it. You're on the phone. You answered. You're talking. You're making connection. You're opening yourself up to another way to be. And, you know, my theory is that we trade our food addiction for a hope addiction. And what feeds that is, is calls and connections. Um, that was definitely my experience. And I need those now. <laughs> as much as I did on day one. Um, and it, yeah, it was just a, a beautiful gift and a reminder that this is a way of life. So I, I have to set aside time and um, give back what I've been so freely given. And I'll pass with that. Thanks for listening. Thank you so much, Erin Kay from Michigan. Up next, we have Lisa M. followed by Shanna C. Good morning, Lisa. Good morning, Jen, and thank you for your service. It's Lisa and is Nancy. I'm from Wisconsin. And um, I just really, good morning, everybody. I wanted to say um, I loved how they reminded me in this um, beginning how I'm working with others and how um, I'm to approach and aid them in their health. So when it says aid others to health, I think of what kind of health um my health was aided, my emotional health, my physical health, um, my mental health, um, so many different kinds of health aided, and then so many families. So it's not just us, it's our families, it's the people that come 
contact with family members and how we aid them to health too because I made everybody sick in my house. I didn't even know it. We were all overweight. We were all unhappy. Um, we were selfish. I, I mean, when I say that, I'm, I'm saying we were all like involved in ourselves and because we were so unhappy. And now my family is so different and I want that for everybody that I work with. I want their, them, them to be back to health the way we're intended to be. And I want their families to be happy and healthy and whole too. And it's this whole new way of life that my higher power had in mind for me to live and everybody else. So um, this program has just changed my life and I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you everyone, have a blessed day. Thank you, Lisa Ennis and Nancy from Wisconsin. Up next we have Shanna C, followed by Carmela G. Hey, Shanna. Good morning, this is Shanna C, Grateful Recover Compulsive Overeater from Tennessee. And uh, grateful to be on the line this morning. Thanks to everyone who shared and thank you for your service. What this brings to mind for me is actually something as recent as last week. Um, you know, like, I don't know if anyone else has experienced this, but for me, I was getting to a point to where it was like, okay, why, why are people making this out to be such a big deal? Like, for me, the food obsession was gone. Like, I'm able to stick with the food plan. I'm able to, you know, stuff crops up. I'm able to identify it pretty quickly and, and talk about it with someone and turn my thoughts so I can help. But I'm like, this isn't a big deal. Then something started to bug me about that. I'm like, because I started not to have compassion, as much compassion for the newcomer. And I mean, my MO is I love to feel spiritually and morally superior to other people. Like, I really love that feeling. And, um, man, that is not a good place to be. That is not how I am to act as God's child. But the thing is, that's what I am left to my own devices without grace and, and this way of living, you know, that keeps me uh, right-sized. And so what happened was I started praying, like, God, um, you know, please help me to, to really be able to identify with the newcomers and the people who still suffer. You don't have to be new to be suffering from this thing. Um, and help, help me to, you know, whatever, you know, keep me humble. And sure enough, I ended up having an experience where I'm, I needed to do a 10 step before going out to a restaurant. I was emotionally charged. I was in the restaurant. I could feel just how dangerously close I was to eating. I did not go off my food plan. I did not overeat. You know, I did everything I was supposed to do, but I got to feel that. And sure enough, the next day, one of my sponsees called and she had been in relapse and I was put in a position to be a maximum helpfulness because I could feel what she was feeling. This thing really worked. And I swear, it was, I was so brokenhearted for her because there was nothing I could do about it other than just share my experience and be there for her and pray for her and God. Her. And, um, man, there's no human power that can relieve me of this. I'm so grateful I get to do this a day at a time with you all. And thanks for being here when I needed you, and you're here every day when I need you. And with that, I'll pass, and thank God. Thank God for this way of life. That's it. Thanks, Shanna C. Up next, we have Carmela G., followed by Deniso. Good morning, Carmela. Good morning, Jen. Thanks so much for your service and for everyone who's here on the line this morning. Carmela G., gratefully recovered for today from walk um 
this, it, it's the last sentence that really gets me. Um, perhaps the best way of treating you to a glimpse of your future uh, to describe the growth of the fellowship among us. I, I have been in this, on this journey for 10 years, and um, I could not believe that when I celebrated my 10th anniversary at my first face-to-face meeting with fellows that knew me when I walked in at over 300 pounds and couldn't make it up the steps, and um, I shared how the hope, the hope that this outer appearance and the change of my personality um, was amazing over the 10 years. And it's, it was only through my higher power that I called God that this could have ever occurred because I tried for over six decades. And it is today that I have to live it. And live it I must to show the joy and the love that is given to me. And I'm not saying that life is great and nothing's going to happen because that's not true. Life occurs. But the joy and gift of this program allows me to deal with whatever comes along. And my higher power gives me the strength. And with that, I become an example And I must be a living example of this program if I expect to attract anyone. And with that, I ask my higher power daily, please help me get through and let me not offend anyone and let me do your will, not mine. And with that, I pass. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Carmela G. Up next, we have Denise O. Good morning to you, Denise. Denise, press star one. We can't hear you. Okay. I might have misheard, so it might not have been Denise, but Denise, if you are trying to get on, maybe just touch back with me in a minute. All right. So we do value everyone's experience that's on the line. We ask that you limit your shared every third day in order that others might share their experience. Also, uh, we just are on page 153. We're on paragraph number three. Oh, are you there, Denise? Yeah, sorry. I had some problems connecting. That's okay. Go right ahead, and we'll take more time after you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. Um, I am awfully recently lapsed, so thinking about this paragraph makes me think that I came into OA because of um, of my health. And so it's interesting to think about that. Now what I need to think about, too, is that my help will aid other people also. Um, It helps my family, just like the big book says. So when I'm healthy, um, they can be healthy, um, which really makes me 
humble. It's very humbling. Um, so you know, it's all of these promises that we get in this book that I keep looking back at. And of course, I start over at step one. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find a good being able to rely on God more. Um, didn't do that the first time. So that was troubling. <laughs> but I got back. Um, and really realizing how serious this disease is and how um, the promises that are in this book can be mine, but I have to work the program. Um, and when it talks about, like, service to others, too, I think about how, like, when I'm in the disease, when I'm eating um, compulsively, I can't even, like, help other people. So I can't, I'm not helping myself. Um, just after coming back, you know, relaxing and getting back into the program, my coworker was having trouble with, she had to go to a track meeting, and then she had, I'm a teacher, and she had to go to, she had to do homeroom and at the same time. And when I'm in the disease, I can't even think to think, oh, I'll cover that for you. But when I, because I wasn't, you know, with abstinence and I was getting back into the program, I was able to say, oh, I can cover that for you. It's such a better way to live. Um, it really is a description of growth. And I want that for other people too. Um, so, yeah, so with that, I pass. Thank you. Thank you, Denise O. Where are you calling from today? If you can unmute, let us know, Denise O. I'm from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Okay. All right. Thank you so much. We're glad you got unmuted. Okay, so we're going to take another list of names, page 153, third paragraph only. Who would like to share? Give me your first name. Alec B. I think it's Alec B. It's really windy or something. You've got like some kind of. Yeah, Alec B. That's right. Alec, okay. All right. Um, And then who else? I can take a list of names to share on the paragraph 153. Page 153, paragraph 3, who would like to share? Press star 1, and you can give us your name. Katie S. Katie S. Darian K. Darian K. Don't be shy. Press star one. We'd love to hear the vision. Lori H. Lori H. Mary G. Is it Mary G? Could you speak up a little, please? Mary G. Mary is what I heard. Mary G. Okay. And one more. Me. You cut out there. You started to say your name in the next. I thought I was going to put it on. Can you say it again? All right. Just got to disconnect there. We'll grab a couple more names at the end. So if you can get your name shouted out right now, we're going to start with Alec B, Katie S, Darian K, Lori H, and Mary G. If you're not one of those people, please press star 1 and mute your phone, and we'll get going with Alec B. Go ahead. 
Hi, good morning. This is Alec B. from St. Louis, Missouri, a compulsive overeater and restrictor in recovery uh, only for today, and I'm grateful uh, to be here. I really appreciated the first share, right? Surrender, surrender, surrender. Um, for me, it, it's it, and, and now I just want to call in to say, you know, I've been feeling a little irritable and discontent. I had a very grace, very, I was doing a lot of service this weekend, and I'm, I'm going to a wedding this coming weekend to do a lot of service, and and they're great things, and, and I really love them, but it makes me very, very busy during the week, just constantly getting the work done that's piling up, and it made me feel, yeah, just tired and discontent and irritable, and I thought I named that because I can't control how I feel. I can't control my emotional reactions, and yet I can, I can surrender to them and to surrender to God and, and name them and bring them to the fellowship, bring them to God, so that those feelings, those reactions to life don't lead me into uh, this disease because I still, uh, with the power of God, can choose how to respond to those things. And I think just by naming how I'm feeling, naming that I'm a little frustrated or a little tired, um, it, 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 to bring that to the light is a way to let the good spirit in and to, to reject that evil spirit, to reject the disease and to choose freedom, choose peace, choose love, um, and, and to surrender to that. And, you know, yesterday the reading was about how, you know, those in this program, those who have recovered, want to draw near to even more of the sick so that they can be helped as well. And, yeah, I am one of the sick. I am one of the wounded. And yet through this program of recovery, through this program uh, of God, I can be made well and in my woundedness help others. Um, but that, that process can only happen in honesty and just in the honesty, acknowledging how I feel when I don't want to, right? I don't want to acknowledge that I'm tired or stressed or frustrated. I'd rather be perfectly stoic, and yet that's not uh, humanity, um, nor I, I think um, that's not spirituality either. It's not who God is either. And so, yeah, I just want to name that and say I'm grateful that you're here, and I think even saying it, saying I felt, has helped me feel better because I can surrender to it, surrender to my reality, and receive uh, the love of each of you and the love of God. And so with that, uh, I pass. May you all have a blessed day and an abstinent day. Thank you, Alec B. from St. Louis, Missouri. Up next is Katie S. followed by Darian K. Hey there, Katie. Hi, can you hear me? You can be heard. Oh, good. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, uh, I I really appreciate what everybody has said. Um, it gives me, I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm new in the program. I've got like maybe 60 plus days of abstinence and it's been um, a gift from God. It, there's, there's no way I could have done this. And, um, uh, but I've been getting a little impatient. Um, um, I'm, I'm watching the scale and I, I have this target weight I want to get to. That's kind of a goal as I progress down. I still have quite a ways to go, but this, as this target weight that I was been looking forward to, and it seems to be eluding me. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, it's not about the weight. It's about the program. It's about my relationship with God. It's about remaining abstinent and, and not um, putting my mind on uh, where, where the scale is. The scale is just a measure of um, something. Um, everything, the whole program, every tradition, every um, step, everything is is empty 
or just a bunch of slogans without God. And um, uh, I just feel um, it, it gave me hope to listen to what other people were talking about and and uh, their their idea of the future. And the lady who had had 10 years, who started out at 300 pounds, and then, you know, and 10 years later, she's doing well in the program. That gives me hope. And it makes me focus on what's important, which is God and doing the steps with God and with my sponsor and with other people. It's service. It's love. It's uh, reaching out. And I have some severe health problems. I'm 76 years old and uh, everything's a struggle. I don't have any help to do anything. I have to, you know, do my own housework and cooking and blah, blah, blah. It's uh, reaching out is a real stretch sometimes because I just want to zone out. And um, I just want to thank everybody for their sharing and for the encouragement they've given me. And it's nice to know that other people get irritated when they're in the program. Uh, I'm not the only one. And I just need to put my focus back on God and trust him and be patient. I'm not a very patient person. And I like what I want when I want it, you know, big, big mistake. Um, that's, that's not life. So, um, I appreciate you listening to me and the opportunity to share and, um, I will pass and thank you. Thanks KDS. Where are you calling from today? Oh, North Carolina, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. North Carolina, KDS from North Carolina. So glad you're on the line with us today. Up next is uh, my friend Darian Kay. Go ahead, Darian. Good morning, Jen. Can you hear me okay? You can be heard. Awesome. All right. Good morning, good morning. Um, this is Darian Kay in the Berkshires in Massachusetts. Uh, gratefully recovered today and so grateful to be on the line with all of you and hearing the shares from you know, people that have been around for a while, people that are new. Ah, uh, just it's just it fills my heart and I just am amazed. I'm still amazed today how enthusiastic and grateful I am about this program. You know, God willing in uh six days I'll be celebrating thirty seven years in this program and I don't know where the time has gone. Um I am just like in awe that um you know, this has been a part of my life for more than half my life, and that um, that you know, I just continue to feel the joy of recovery. Um, and it's the primary reason is because I carry the message, um, and that service for me, you know, whether it's sponsoring people making phone calls, talking to new people, um, you know, just, there's just a feeling that it's like no other um, when you're able to help somebody and you're also able to really relate and understand because that's what it comes down to. When I did a diet, I took it home and it was all about me and what I could do for myself and what a failure I am and you know, it was just a such a self-centered, really narcissistic kind of way. <laughs> didn't help, didn't help me for sure, and surely didn't help anybody else. Because I was just mad about 
<laughs> not being able to succeed. So my, you know, I'm sure I made people miserable. Um, <clears throat> but today, it's so very different. It's so very different. And you know, we can give service and be there for others, no matter how long we've been in program. You know, the person just before me, just sharing where she's at, um, feeling you know new, but but being able to you know want this program just like I do gives me hope. You know, um, you know, just touching base with each other on a regular basis throughout our day. We have so many ways to get phone numbers and to reach out. You know, it's no longer going to the meeting, trying to get somebody off to the corner to get their phone number. You know, it's just like there's so many phone numbers, especially on this particular line when you go to a vision for you.info. It's like, whoa, the membership list just keeps growing and growing. So, um, yeah, just, just keep, keep, keep coming, everybody. It's just, it's just a gift and a miracle. And we are the fortunate ones. I just really, really believe that with all my heart. And I am one of the fortunate ones that found this program fairly young. And now I'm fairly old. <laughs> and, um, and I'm still loving every minute of it. So thank you. And I pass. Thank you, Darian K. from Massachusetts. Up next is Lori H. followed by Mary G. Go ahead, Lori. Okay, did it unmute? Yes, it did. Go right ahead. You can be heard. Okay. Hey, family. Oh, thank you so much. This this is such a magnificent day. Um, and in no small part that I got up super early to spend extra time with my God this morning. And I have been so sick. And I have been, you know, while I've been recovered, I've been um, still dependent on things human. And I was getting my value out of putting my you know, name out in the app and, you know, taking lots of calls and being of service. And that makes me feel good about me. But when I look at my evening review at the end of the day, I was like, you know what? I am definitely um, still got some, you know, some work in this. And, um, and there, were some, there was a food item that I was, you know, using a lot of that I had to really look at and say, okay, am I willing to let that go? And it's no small part through, you know, work with my sponsees and their, their unwillingness to let go of certain things and they're justifying certain things. And I'm like, it's not triggering me. I'm, you know, eating it within, you know, X range and, you know, blah, blah, blah. But I'm eating it every day and I want it. And I'm getting joy out of, you know, the, or, or you know, some enjoyment out of it. Whereas today I, I eat for what is best for my body. And I became willing to surrender that. And today opened up miraculously. I mean, not only was I blessed yesterday with a magnificent sunrise at the beach and a beautiful clearing that, you know, has my COVID finally feeling better today. Um, but I went for a run with COVID, you know, that's, that's incredible. And more than that, I hadn't weighed myself in a couple of months and I was getting nervous because, you know, some of my clothes were getting kind of baggy and I'm in the maintenance portion. I'm like, all right, God, you let me know when it's time. And finally it was time. And I got on that scale and I actually gained a couple pounds. And for the first time in my life, I was like, yay. You know why? Because I have surrendered the scale. I have surrendered that number. And I'm like, and, and you know what? That's what it takes for me to feel better and to be healthy. Yay. And it, whatever else my God has for me to surrender today, um, 
stuff just keeps popping up and going through my head like a beautiful flowing river saying, hey, you know, and let this go and hey, be a little more flexible here and hey, you know, and it feels fantastic. I just, my whole body feels just lit up and joyful and the colors in the sky on both sides were amazing. The beautiful brights and oranges and yellows and then the beautiful pinks and purples on the other side and the birds flying overhead were just so beautiful. Um, today is magnificent. Thank you for this meeting. Thank you for this program and thank you, God. I pass. Thank you, Lori. Thanks, Lori H. Where are you calling from today? Miami. Florida. Miami. I was painting a picture with all those beautiful things you're seeing, but I couldn't figure out what state. All right, Lori H. from Miami. Up next is Mary G., and then we'll have time for a couple more shares if you didn't get in this morning. Mary, press star one. Hi, this is Mary G. from Rochester, New York, um, recovering from a hopeless state, just coming out of a relapse. And um, I'm sharing on the line this morning because I'm being asked to do it by my sponsor, and I'll tell you that I don't want to share. I want to sit in the back corner of the room, and I'm really grateful that I'm being required to share and develop the habit of being part of the group. And um, it's it's what was part of what was lacking for me before was the we. And, you know, I'm just very self-reliant, very feeling like I'll figure this out. I can make it work and make it happen. And so having um, a fellowship that I appreciate you saying, come on, jump in, put out your name, because it gave me a little more incentive this morning to put my name out and just get on the line and be part of the community. So I'm grateful to be here today. I don't have more to share than that, but um, I'm grateful that God gave me the courage to put out my name. So thank you. Thank you all for your support. That's it. Thank you, Mary G. from Rochester, New York. We'll look you up on the member list and give you a call. All right. We're on page 153, paragraph three, this new way of life, a vision for you. Who would like to share today? Loretta A. Anne Marie M. Loretta H. And Anne Marie M. Okay. Anyone else? Might have one time for one more. Okay, we'll go with Loretta H and Anne Marie M. Loretta H, go right away. Go right ahead. Good morning. Good morning, Jen the Jim. It's Loretta H and all of you, along with my precious God, who does save my life today, does. Uh recovered in North Carolina. I like um okay. You want to know more of how to proceed from this point. Perhaps the best way is for you to take a glimpse at my future. And last night I did that in my 11th step because yesterday was a very poignant day for me. Um, My industry kind of went, um, it, it had a hard time. My city had a hard time. And I was six months into my abstinence uh 22 years ago, and 
oh my God, I did not pick up. And I remember being so scared and so out of my just skin. And it was God. He did for me what I could not do for myself and my sponsor because I called her that morning and I said, I need to go find people who died. I need to get blood. I, and she no, no. All you have to do today is follow your food plan, read some of the literature, and, you know, proceed with your day as I did the day before. And that, you know, today I always am amazed that I have 22-plus years of recovery. And I, because it was one day at a time, I remember the first day I gave her my food, the first honest day of work I did, I thought, I'm never going to be able to do this for this long. And guess what? It was one day at a time, and I did. And it was me and God. And it says in this chapter, and I love it because this is who I am today, when I found myself, which is the work, whether it's being a sponsor, when I hear other people's fifth steps, or when I work on a fifth step or do my 11th step review, I find God. And last night I was just amazed that after 22 years, I still was recovered. Oh, my God. I couldn't string one day together when I was doing it my way or the highway. And so it's all about his corrective directives, and I use step three is my trust fund when I carry out his will in my life and let my thoughts be directed by him, his GPS system, his positioning system, I get the miracles of this program. And one of them is the gift that keeps on giving, and that's sponsorship. So, And it's my immunity. So God has been just tremendously good to me, but so have all of you with your shares and the work you do and how you've helped me. And with that, I pass. Ah, perfect timing. Thanks so much, Loretta H. from North Carolina. Up next, we have Anne-Marie M. Good morning, Jen. Thank you so much for leading the meeting. This is Anne-Marie M. I am in South Carolina, recovered through God's grace and by working the steps through the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. Who would have figured? (laughs) Um, I found this paragraph humbling. Um, You know, it's talking about when we work with, um, when we're working with others, you know, and and we've um, helped other, even families, um, uh, adapt this way of life. Um, It says here, the approach to aid of others to help um, you'll know more about how to. Oh gosh! In the chapter working with others, you gathered an idea of how we approach and um, and aid others to help. Suppose now that you. So suppose now that through you. Through you, God works through me. And that's what I found humbling. I couldn't find the word through. I didn't just go out and help other families and give this 
to them or, you know, give this to a, a, a compulsive overeater, give this program to us. God worked through me to help others. And the other humbling part is that I don't know everything. And that's what it says here that um, perhaps the best way of treating uh, of, of treating you to a glimpse of your future will be uh, to describe the growth of fellowship among us. Here is a brief account. So I don't know everything. And um, it's, there's, there's more to learn for me to help other people. And the, way, the best way that I help other people is to connect with God and to see if I can do God's work. And he works through me. And that's what I found the most humbling part of this, the, the, the word through of this whole paragraph, that God works through me and that it's not me that is doing anything for somebody else, but I am God's servant. And I love being God's servant. I know there's some people that I've used that word with and they shivered, <laughs> you know, being a servant of someone else's. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm just so glad that he uses me to be helpful to other people. And it, and I have to remember, this is not me doing something for somebody else. This is someone that's um, just about finished with the, the 12th step. I'm really excited. And it was God helping me to help her to get through this. Um, just so grateful. And I want to pass with that, Jen. Thank you. Thanks so much, Anne-Marie. Um... Anybody want to take us out with a two-minute share today? I'm Janet F. from Massachusetts, the recovered compulsive overeater. Go ahead, Janet. You got two minutes. Um, By the grace of God. Um, I am um, abstinent today, and the shares were wonderful. I just wanted to speak up and um, coin my seat, and um, and thank you all for being here. And I pass. Well, glad you're here too, Janet. All right, folks. Guess what? We've hit that time. Uh, thank you, everyone who shared today. Thank you, everybody who just showed up. Um, please join us for a second unrecorded hour of study immediately following this closing. Grab your pen and paper because here's the share ID for today. For Tuesday, September 12, 2023, 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, the recording number is 20,619. That's 20619. We will now close with a reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. Will Rena L. please read a vision for you? Um, Hi, this is Rena L., a recovered compulsive eater from Toledo, Ohio. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know only a little. God will constantly disclose more to you and to us. Ask him in your morning meditation what you can do each day for the man who is still sick. The answers will come if your own house is in order. But obviously you cannot transmit something you haven't got. See to it that your relationship with him is right and great events will come to pass for you and countless others. This is the great fact for us. Abandon yourself to God as you understand God. Submit your faults to him and to your fellows. 
Clear away the wreckage of your past. Give freely of what you find and join us. We shall be with you in the fellowship of the Spirit, and you will surely meet some of us as you trudge the road of happy destiny. May God bless you and keep you. Until then.